Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 143, EV Impact on Technician Demand. Uh, this one I'm going to be reading from a technical, or a, I should say a trade magazine. It's not really that technical of an article, uh, but it's, it is uh, set up more for either shop owners and or technicians. But again, it's not, uh, it's not real technical, and <clears throat> I just thought it was really good information, uh, you know, currently. So uh, it's from what's called Motor Age, which again is a trade magazine. The author's name is uh, Greg Settle, uh, is his name, so I want to give him credit on this. Uh, it's not too long, but it's it's a lot of good stuff, and really he's going to be talking about the technician shortage, which has been documented for a lot of years. Okay, in the U.S., we typically are short about seventy thousand technicians a year, and that's not getting better; it's getting worse. Okay, and so this article is talking about the impact that electric vehicles and high technology stuff may very well have on the the already current technician shortage. So. Before we get started, real quick, just a couple commercials. Um, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And the other thing, I, of course, I've talked about in the past is the, the main distributor of this uh, podcast is podbean.com. If you go to that website and do a search for Brad Kyle's Motorworks Podcast, you'll, you'll find, obviously, my podcast homepage. And it would be love it if you uh, you can certainly peruse that. There's obviously uh, over 100 different podcasts available that I've done. But in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Become a Patron. If you click on that, you can uh, make, a, uh, make a subscription to the podcast or uh, help support it, which I would certainly appreciate. It does help pay for ongoing podcast expenses, future training, uh, research, and so on and so forth. Uh, the the main thing, though, as far as the advantage to you is, is that if you do go ahead and um, have a, a subscription, which, by the way, I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less. You can do more. It's totally up to you. Um, but there are about 12 to 15 podcasts I made available that are only available by paying the subscription. And if you listen to those and apply the information that I provide during those podcasts, there's no doubt in my mind that you can, uh, in your car ownership life, you can save thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars by applying the information that I provide and probably save yourself a, probably a, a good amount of frustration, so to speak, possibly. So would just appreciate if you uh, take a look at that and uh, we go from there. So here we are, back to the article, EV Impact on Technical Demand. The shortage of transportation technicians available to fill open industry positions has been well documented in the past few years. More recently, however, an additional factor has entered the equation, and that is the degree, the degree to which the entry of electric vehicles, uh, now known as EVs, autonomous vehicles, and other bleeding-edge technology into the market will impact the technician demand. The question arises as to whether the unfilled demand that we see now will continue into the future in a world where it is clear that electric vehicles and potentially other zero-emission power plants are the wave of the future. When examining the future technician shortage question, there are many factors that need to be considered. 
One of the most important facts we must be aware of is that the entry of this new technology will take place gradually over many years. The internal combustion engine, which is known as an ICE, internal combustion engine, wow, has had a long and very successful history in passenger vehicles, and it will not be replaced by electric power overnight. To put it in perspective, it is forecast that by 2030, battery electric vehicles, known as BEVs, will still only comprise 25 to 30 percent of new light vehicles sold annually. Another key factor to consider is the huge number of ICE vehicles already in operation in the market. The quantity of those existing vehicles dwarfs the number of new vehicles coming on board each year. It is projected that nearly 290 million vehicles will be in operation on the roads and highways of America by the end of 2021. By comparison, looking ahead to 2030, even assuming sales of BEVs reach 30% of new light vehicles sold, that number will only be approximately 6.2 million vehicles. Additionally, in evaluating the future technician shortage, it should also be remembered that the reality is that just because a vehicle is electric powered, it does not mean that the need for all maintenance and repairs suddenly goes away. It is true that electric vehicles require less service. The largest study to quanti quantify these savings was recently released by the U.S. Department of Energy Vehicle Technologies Office. That study evaluated vehicle maintenance costs for the General Services Administration U.S. government fleet, the largest fleet in the world. Detailed analysis showed that BEVs had a reduced maintenance cost of about 40% compared to conventional ICE vehicles. But is the reduced demand for technician hours for these vehicles significant? Yes, it might be when looked at in isolation. However, with the relatively small number of electric vehicles that are projected to be in use in relation to the overall vehicle population, we are talking about a gradual change over many years. This being the case, a concern for both new entry-level technicians and current working technicians is how this changeover to electric vehicles and the introduction of the other new technologies will affect the knowledge and skills they will need as technicians. The good news is that manufacturers, as well as many schools offering technical training programs, recognize this need early on and have worked aggressively to develop and implement related curricula. For passenger vehicles, this first began with the introduction of hybrid electric vehicles. High voltage electrical systems entered the picture and understanding how to safely disable and work on these systems became the number one training priority to prevent serious injury or even death through electrocution. New training courses moved on to an array of other subjects, including battery technologies, power inverter systems, regenerative braking systems, and motor and motor drive systems, just to name a very few. However, electric vehicles by definition are a broad category, and within that sphere there are four subtypes. Battery electric vehicles, in other words, BEV, hybrid electric vehicles, HEV, plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, PHEV, and fuel electric cell vehicles, FCEV. As one might expect, due to different systems within these subtypes, you will find training topics specific to each. The last subtype mentioned, fuel, type e fuel cell electric vehicles, are arriving later to market than the other EV types and certainly in much smaller quantities but they are expected to have a bright future down the road. 
Training for these vehicles will differ from all other EVs as hydrogen is used as the fuel, bringing in the, to the table the understanding of fuel cell technology, hydrogen storage system safety, and refueling procedures. Natural gas-powered vehicles, known as NGV, continue to grow in popularity as another clean, cost-effective alternative, both with compressed natural gas, CNG, and liquefied natural gas, LNG. These systems are primarily found on commercial vehicles, particularly with refuse, transit, and heavy-duty fleets. Some key training topics for these vehicles are safety procedures and working with natural gas, fuel system testing and inspection, and learning diagnostic skills specific to natural gas. So when it comes to looking at the knowledge and skills needed for the future as a transportation technician, there are two key, t two key topics that stand out. The first priority must be on safety. Safety is always number one, and most of these new technologies come with very specific requirements that need to be understood and followed with severe repercussions for those who fail to do so. You, you can expect that there will be a heavy emphasis on that topic in related training courses. The second key consideration is not a new one by any means, but with advancing technology and the complexities of new systems, its, important, its importance is growing. That topic is the understanding of electrical and electronics fundamentals. Whether you are speaking with management at OEMs, dealership, or independent service providers, there is unqualified agreement that the biggest shortfall in knowledge and skills we face as an industry as in, as in in-depth understanding of electric and electronic fundamentals, both in theory and application. You can expect the complexity of vehicle electrical systems will only continue to multiply exponentially in the future. It is clear that with the shortage of technicians we are currently facing and the low number of new entry-level technicians entering the workforce every year, we are still going to be facing a shortage. Even as alternative fuel cell, excuse me, even as alternative fuel vehicles gradually enter the mainstream and eventually replace the internal combustion engine. The bottom line is new technicians entering the transportation workforce can be assured of job security for many years to come. Proper training and the development of new knowledge and skills for new technician entrants, as well as for technicians already in the workplace, will ensure they are prepared for the challenges and rewards of their future transportation technical career. Okay. So that's the end of that article, and I know it's a, a mouthful. Uh, like I was mentioning, at least in the U.S., there's been a known technician shortage for many, many, many years. Uh, it really, in my mind, it started happening when the high schools across the country started getting, uh, getting rid of vocational arts departments, uh, where you got rid of, you know, wood shop, metal shop, um, you know, leather. And again, uh, there was definitely high schools that had an automotive repair shop, and those all went bye-bye. So the people who had the opportunity to learn how to work with their hands and realize that they really liked that, um, that opportunity was gone. You know, it's the... Uh, the school boards were all, well, everyone's going to college, you know. And um, meanwhile, um, you know, we still need the, the amount of people that are available that either will work or want to work and certainly can get the training to work in any of the, the uh, you know, trades out there uh, is becoming, uh, we're getting a shortage of, you know, plumbers, electricians, um, you know, uh, building, um, and obviously automotive. 
okay? And, of course, of all of those, the thing that's going through a constant change that has never changed uh, as far as it's going through constant change is automotive repair. And um, so, you know, this article is really uh, pointing towards that as far as that if, if things aren't done and people don't necessarily step up to the plate, uh, but realize, too, that, I mean, cars are, they're rolling to computers. And so um, there certainly is opportunities for people who don't necessarily want to do mechanical work on cars, uh, but they, they definitely can get involved in the computer systems and some of these different electronic systems and drive systems and all the rest of it. So um, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I just thought this article was, you know, there was a lot of good information in it. And it is going to be, as much as people may think that it's going to be a very quick process to change over to electric vehicles, that's not the reality of it. I mean, as they were already talking about, okay? When you've got 290 million vehicles on the road already, um, you know, selling uh, even 30%, you know, again, that's like six point some odd million new cars. So it... it, uh, <laughs> it it doesn't really, uh, it's somewhat of a dent, but not much of one. So anyway, hopefully you thought that was a good one. Um, you know, I thought it was a lot of good information. So uh, hence the reason I made a podcast out of it. So I appreciate you listening. Again, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And uh, check out that webpage, if you would, uh, at podbean.com. I'd appreciate that. And uh, again, I hope you found it interesting. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.